active target area. U-boat commanders loved Cape Hatteras for a second reason. The underwater topography along the North Carolina coast provided protection that greatly offset the World War II-era U-boat's one serious weakness. Powered by diesel engines on the surface and battery-driven electric motors while submerged, the U-boats in 1942 were extremely vulnerable to detection by aircraft and sonar-equipped warships when operating in shallow waters. While the continental shelf is over 100 miles wide off the mid-Atlantic states in Florida, making it difficult for U-boats to operate there with any degree of secrecy, off Cape Hatteras, the seabed quickly drops to several hundred feet in just a couple dozen miles to the east, creating a readily accessible hiding spot during the dangerous daylight hours. The deep-water haven served the U-boats well. By July 7th, U-boats operating off the Outer Banks had sunk 45 merchant ships, totaling 262,137 gross registered tons. In the first half of 1942, the Allies had suffered a devastating and prolonged defeat in the Western Atlantic. Plagued by shortages of aircraft and warships and hobbled by poor training and inferior weaponry, the U.S. Navy and U.S. Army Air Forces, USAAF, achieved scant results in their effort to halt U-boat attacks on merchant ships. Thus far in the Battle of the Atlantic, Germany had lost only four U-boats and 161 submariners in North American coastal waters. In a desperate move, the U.S. Navy and USAAF, over the months leading up to July, had rushed patrol squadrons to bases up and down the East Coast to provide an air umbrella over the coastal shipping routes. It was an uphill fight. The air crews were inexperienced, their search-and-attack doctrine had serious flaws, and their aircraft sensors and weapons were insufficient to thwart the U-boat threat. Thus far, Admiral Dönitz appeared on track to achieve his strategic goal. In response to the U-boats lurking offshore, U.S. military planners had selected the new Marine Corps Air Station Cherry Point in eastern North Carolina as a temporary base for anti-submarine patrols. Although the base was still a construction site, the crisis in the Atlantic necessitated an ad hoc response. Cherry Point's location between Hampton Roads, Virginia, to the north, and Charleston, South Carolina, farther down the coast, meant that aircraft from the base could cover the entire Outer Banks region. Initially, the Navy and USAAF sent a number of observation and scouting squadrons to Cherry Point on temporary patrol duty, but their unarmed, short-range SOC-3 Seagull amphibian biplanes and O-52 OWL observation aircraft posed no threat to the U-boats. However, in mid-May, the Army Air Forces dispatched the first of a series of light bomber units to North Carolina that flew A-20 Havoc, B-18 Bolo, or A-29 Hudson bombers. With this new combat capability, planners devised a daily cycle of three anti-submarine patrols, each conducted by two bombers. The flights followed the same pattern. After reaching a separation point 25 miles offshore, one aircraft flew parallel to the shoreline up to Hampton Roads, while the second proceeded southwest, parallel to the coastline, until reaching Charleston. Each mission lasted five hours, with three patrols overlapping to ensure no gap in coverage. On July 7th, the patrols went off as scheduled. 
By mid-morning, the first pair of bombers was nearing the halfway point of the patrol, and a second group of airmen was preparing for takeoff. Taxiing to the head of one of Cherry Point's four runways, the pilots radioed readiness for departure. It was 10.15 a.m. The air traffic controller granted permission to take off, and the two A-29 Lockheed Hudsons raced down the runway and lifted into the air. At the 25-mile point, one pilot turned onto the southwest leg toward South Carolina. The second Hudson turned to the left and headed north toward Hampton Roads. About 120 miles east-northeast of Cherry Point that morning, beneath a featureless spot on the surface of the Atlantic, 46 German sailors were suffering in an almost unbearable agony as they waited out the dangerous daylight hours submerged near the seabed. Their Type 7C U-boat was in its 58th day at sea since leaving its base in France on May 19th.